Let's say goodbye to all your worries about tax planning, investment troubles, and any confusion when it comes to managing your finances and money. Here at Rocky Hill Accountants, our team has a combined 35 years of experience and will help you do it right. We're dedicated to your needs and will deliver on a result that is professional and trustworthy. Our firm is large enough to offer a full range of professional services, but small enough to give you the individual attention that you deserve. Our business portfolio includes thousands of prepared tax returns for individuals, families, partnerships, businesses, and more. The team at Rockdale Accountants are also thoroughly trained in tax laws and procedures. We have the ability to represent taxpayers before the IRS when they arrive at collections, audits, and appeals. This allows us to offer our accuracy and audit guarantee to tax clients. Please visit our website at RockyHillAccountants.com or give us a call at 860-257-4238 to schedule an appointment. Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. Can you believe it? It hasn't happened at Fenway Park for 95 years. Fires. Swing and a miss. Right play. It's over. The Red Sox have won the world championship. Tune in to the newest show presented by Clovercrest Media. It's OB's Backstop Podcast. Catch it twice a week, every Red Sox series finale on your favorite podcast platform. Guess what? It is the Wednesday edition of Speaking It Real. I'm your host, Frank Cuesta, and that is my co-host back there. I don't have a name for him yet, so if you guys could come up with a name for him, it would be great, fine and dandy. I'm still waiting to see, you know, um... You can see our intro for today changed a little bit. We didn't have a voiceover because we're still waiting for the Miami voiceover. So, you know, it happens. Laura, I see you're on. Let's have a heated debate. Laura, what's on your mind today? I, I, I really would love to know what's on your mind. Just just for shits and giggles, you know. Um, you always bring something to the, to the table. So what do you plan to bring today? I mean, if you're going to sit here and talk to me about, um, what's up? Hey, sketchy. Yeah, man, we're, we're surviving COVID here. You know, I got a couple things about that, that we're going to talk about, you know, um, kind of a little pissed off with, uh, the state of Florida, with the governor out here, Ron DeSantis, you know, kind of. I don't know if he's just doing it for the numbers or what he's trying to do, you know, I, but he's, I think he's going about things completely wrong and off the chain, you know, what's on your mind, Laura, please discuss with me what's on your mind. I am dying to know. Yeah, guys, I still am sharing this podcast with the world. Hopefully I don't get kicked off of Facebook today like I did yesterday. You know, but, you know, Randy Sanchez, 
you know, what the hell is this guy doing? You know, um, he's battling, he's battling the state and, and schools. You know, he's, he doesn't want to have a mask mandate. Uh, the schools out here want to have that mask mandate. So, you know, what should we do? You know, he school, you know, he's trying to take money away from, I guess, the superintendents of the schools, you know, um, is it right? Is it wrong? Should he should he do that? Should the schools, you know, sh should it be up to the schools to to actually want the you know the masks? Should it be up to the parents? Laura, you know what? I I agree with let the parents decide. But I'm, I'm going to tell you what my problem with the parents deciding is. All right. Right now, you have people that have not been vaccinated, right? And those are the same people that are walking around with um, wearing, not wearing a mask. You know? So how could you let parents decide when the parents are not even doing the right thing themselves? You know, so again, should we have the parents decide or should the school board decide just for the safety of, of everybody else? I don't agree. Some parents don't want to wear a mask themselves. Catherine says it right. You know, parents, you know, parents don't want to wear a mask themselves. So why, why have them decide? You know, again, it's one of those where, you know, can we do that or shouldn't we do that? You know, now, do I think Ron DeSantis or, you know, the Florida fearless governor should go ahead and decide that? No, I don't. I think what he needs to do there is kind of take a step back and let the school board decide, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, hey, Leo, you know, COVID is, let's see, Ron is pandering to the Republican base and simple-minded folks who think COVID isn't serious for a presidential or vice presidential run in 2024. Look at our Kansas COVID rates for children. Masks work. You're absolutely right. You know, I um, I saw today, and this is what kind of sprung me to talk about COVID. I wasn't really planning on talking about COVID, but I saw a post where it said that most um, people that are vaccinated are um, are getting COVID. You know, let's see what Catherine said. Last year, there were so many cases in schools. Imagine if they don't have to wear a mask. Absolutely, Catherine. Last year, and I could tell you that within the my son's school, you know, from when they went to online school, I mean, I'm sorry, from when to, went to in-school learning out here, they had to wear a mask, great. But I will say that my son went to school maybe two full months. You know, so what does that, give you not much you know but sketchy you did say it right he is pandering to the republican party i actually let's see where was he here i i i was reading an article on that uh, that's not it here it is i guess maybe i took it down because i don't here it is yeah he has informally declared his re-election bid for the governor's seat out here for 2022. 
So does that mean that he's planning a presidential race? You know, because he's been collecting money. So, you know, according to this report here, he has $40 million in the bank of, um, of political money. You know, of just donations, and let me tell you, he's—I know that he's been to uh, California, Wisconsin, and Michigan, Utah, and Colorado for for events, which you know, which have a fun, you know, which are which he's fundraising for. You know, so again, you know, is he he's going to be a presidential candidate? You know what, Laura? I think he is. I could sit here and tell you that I I won't vote for him. And it's not because he's a Republican. I just think that, uh, you see, Zach, I told you, my seat just went down. I'm writing that lowrider series. You know, so I got hydraulics on my chair. But, you know, um, we got to sit and wait to see what this guy's going to do. I, I, you know, but, you know, going back to these COVID numbers, uh, where did I have them here? Against Harris, maybe. See, Liz Cuesta Fraga said it. I wouldn't vote for him either. Look, vaccinated versus unvaccinated people. All right. And I'm just going to name off several states here and there. All right. The, hospi the hospitalization rate per 100,000 people. In Alabama, you had nine people that were vaccinated. Okay. Compared to 696 people that were unvaccinated. Um... Arizona, 27 people compared to 1,300 people. Georgia, 500 people. I'm sorry, five people vaccinated. 735 non-vaccinated. Illinois, 20 people. 1,000 people vaccinated. Kentucky, 21 people. 893 people. Unfortunately, this uh, spreadsheet did not have Florida. Why? I don't know. I think Florida would have been a good a good idea to have on here, but they don't. Uh, let's see California rates. Let's see, do I got California on here? California, nine people hospitalized, six hundred and forty-seven people. You know, so you know we're getting there. You know, yeah, my camera's a little off, I guess. You know, but again, so numbers don't lie when you're vaccinated. You know, can you still get COVID? Yes. You know, what's the likelihood? Not a whole lot. You know, I mean, I will go to, to death per 100,000 people. Alabama, three people have died compared to 124 people. Arizona, two people compared to 182 people. Delaware, two people compared to 26. See, California, let's go to California. We got sketchy. One person compared to 58 people. You know, so again, people, vaccinate yourselves. You don't want to, I get it. But when you get sick, don't complain. You know, I mean, I've seen stories in the news that I've pretty much been, you know, you've had people that get sick, they got COVID, and then they wish that they had been vaccinated. You know, so again, we have to take care of ourselves, you know, 
So just think about those things, people. Think about the numbers. Think about the life. I can see how it goes because at the end of the day, you know, you don't want to get sick. You know, so let's see how it goes. You know, um, I really wasn't going to start talking COVID, but it just happened to see sketchy masks work, vaccines work, science is real. None of these issues should have been politicized. California representing for sure. I completely agree with you, sketchy. You know, they made it such a political event, you know, that people just don't want to. Hey, Chris, you know, and again, this is why we live in this country. You know, we, we're we able to pick whether we want to do it or not, you know. So we'll see. We'll take it from there. Let's see. You got guys, you need to get vaccinated. Trust me, it's not worth it. You see, Leo, Leo's one that I, I, I don't know if he has COVID, but I know that his family member has COVID. And let me tell you, I don't know how bad, you know, they have it yet, but, you know, it sucks because now you have to isolate yourself. You got to be away from people, you know, so, hey, get vaxxed, you know, yeah, definitely. And look, and Leo there, you're talking to a child that is 12 years old. So we have listeners ranging from 12 all the way up into their 40s. So, you know, great. Leo, thank you for the contribution. Hey, guys, right quick. If, if you like, guys like what you're hearing, you know, and what we're talking about, please share the show. You know, you got your friends, you got your frenemies, you got your enemies, you got your mom, you got your dad. Why not mandate vaccines at their border? Yeah, why not? Why not mandate them at the border? I completely agree with you. I, I see nothing wrong with that. But then, but you see, the problem here, I think, will be if we mandate them at the borders, right, and the people get turned back around, then you're going to have some, some person complaining, okay? You're going to have some person complaining saying that we don't have enough vaccines, you know, that we don't have enough vaccines to go around because we're passing them over at the border. You know? Hold back on Cuba from coronavirus. Um, why are the concern for Florida and not at the border? Well, Laura, because right now Florida is a free-for-all. So right now the center of this pandemic is Florida. And, Lewis, uh, Liz said it right. You do have to be tested to come back into the States. And I could tell you that my son went with his mother to the Dominican Republic. Before they could come back into the States, they had to do a COVID test. So I don't know, you know, how it is exactly at the border, but that's where it's sketchy. Let's see, what about the people who are saying my body, my choice when it comes to being vaccinated. Are these people also pro-choice? I highly doubt it. It's funny how it works. Only one way for for these kooks. Yeah. You know, Liz, you do not only by plane. Only by plane. Well, possibly border crossing or boats. 
Um, I think you have a point there, Lewis. Um, possibly, you know, you, you're probably right. I mean, again, I can't, I know I said vaccines, not tests. No one said tests. Then they stay put, you can't go. All right, we got a lot of comments coming through, and I'm trying to I'm trying to catch up. By cruise ships as well. Well, the cruise ship industry, I, I don't know how that works. Let's see, Laura. You don't always know why people won't get the vaccine. You shouldn't make assumptions. Some people have medical conditions. Laura, you're right. You're right. But I guarantee you that the percentage of people that have medical issues compared to the ones that don't have medical issues, that don't want to take it, are way off. I mean, granted, I I know somebody that can take it because of medical issues, but you know what? This person wears a mask, practices social distancing. Go figure. I haven't seen this person live, in person, face-to-face in over a year. You know, and that's what it is. Liz, you're right. Your in-laws have medical conditions. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. It's on the U.S. Customs page. You don't need to be tested attempting border crossing. Cruise ships took it on themselves, not required by U.S. Customs. You need to be vaccinated and 14-day quarantine when you arrive before you come on. Yeah, Chris, hold on a second. No, you don't need to be vaccinated to come in, Chris. And the 14-day quarantine, yeah, you're supposed to. But you know what? Tell me who really is quarantining themselves for 14 days. Well, Laura, uh, I'm vaccinated, but I have family members who can't, and, they, and, they, and they're being shamed. Um, you know what? I will tell you that people with medical conditions, you can't shame on them. All right? Yeah, exactly, Chris. More like 14 hours. They come and they sleep. But people with medical conditions, you can't shame on those type of on those people because it's not their fault. And I guarantee you that they probably do want to get vaccinated. You know, but unfortunately, life is against them on that. And my suggestion to them is that they practice social distancing and they wear their masks. They gotta make sure that they're taken care of. When people are not taken care of, that's when we have all this come out. You know, again, I um, I'm vaccinated, and I and I wear my mask. I mean, I've been around people that have had COVID. I've been lucky enough, knock on wood, you know, that I have not re- that I have not gotten it. You know, but calling people who don't vaccine names is ignorant. Um, it is. You know, let's see, let's see what Leo's saying. Me personally, can't have the vaccine because he has a medical condition but i know that there are more people that don't have medical conditions and they should all get it leo you're right unfortunately we know you we know you can't but i'm going to talk to you off the air on that because i have i've been doing research on that but you know um leo's right and that's coming from a 12 year old kid you know people should get vaccinated you know if if you're able to why not you know, you can't preach that enough. You know, and I completely agree with Leo. Let's see, I'm sorry. I'm, yeah, okay, so I was the last commenter. All right. So anyways, it is what it is with COVID. 
until this world doesn't come together and figure out what the hell is really happening, you know, why, you know, how, how to stop this. Okay, we know we know that we can slow the spread down by being vaccinated, but that's going to require everybody. Definitely shouldn't shame people with medical conditions. There can be many reasons why they shouldn't get vaccinated, but they do need to sacrifice a little and take care of themselves more than others. Correct. You know, you said it perfect. They do. I mean, again, shaming people that have medical conditions is wrong. When you, you know, you could probably shame the, the people that think that the government's going to put a, a chip in them. You know, the majority of people who are not vaccinated don't have medical conditions to prevent them. They believe these crazy conspiracy theories or, or because they are Republicans won't get vaccinated. You know what? Sketchy. Ding. Ding. You know, because, again, these people. You know, I wonder if um, Ron DeSantis is vaccinated. You know, I, I would really want to know if he is or not. Just just for shits and giggles. You know, as a matter of fact, if anybody could look that up, don't shame people. Take care of your own life. Yeah. Laura, listen. I could tell you that I got friends of mine that are not vaccinated. And they're like, nope, I'm, I'm not going to get vaccinated. I don't want to get vaccinated. I'm not going to do this. And I don't shame them. You know, they're still my friends. I... I still hang out with them, you know, but it's, instead of being this close, I'm this close now. Instead of here, I'm here, you know, so take care of yourselves. If you can't vaccinate, you can't vaccinate. If you don't want to vaccinate, don't vaccinate. Like I said a couple of weeks ago, okay, if you don't want to vaccinate, Again, you're one of the few, Liz, but you know what? Do you go out and take care of yourself or do you just walk around free and and and, and live? Excuse me. I had a weird thing happen on my nose that made me sneeze. You know, but I'm responsible. As I said it before, I'm very aware of my situation. Exactly. That's what we're talking about. If you don't want to get vaccinated for X, Y, Z reason, that's fine. But be aware of your situation, people. That's what's going to count. I mask up and steer clear of people. Exactly. You know? Oh, thank you. Ha, 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 ha. No, buddy. It's not COVID. Not COVID. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I try for that stuff not to happen. Not few, 30% of New York City healthcare workers aren't vaccinated. Well, you know what? Going on to this whole healthcare stuff and government cities, and I was going to look it up and I forgot. And Laurel's going to love me right now. But you know what? I got a bone to pick with, um, with Joe Biden. I completely disagree with this guy saying that everybody in the U.S. military or every federal employee needs to get vaccinated okay especially in the military they're forcing everybody to go ahead and get vaccinated and if they don't get vaccinated they're they they um they're gonna get a ucmj action okay and you know what i completely disagree with that 
Biden, that is an X in my book. I think you've done some decent stuff. I can say great. Some decent stuff. But this is ridiculous. How in the hell and who the hell are you to tell anybody that you must get vaccinated and you have to get vaccinated? I disagree with that 100%. I completely agree with you, Laura. I mean, out here, you know, the county out here, if you're, if you're a county employee, no, Laura, I, I agree with you. That is not legal. You cannot, you can't force people to do stuff that they don't want to do, you know, and I, I know people that are like, okay, I have to get vaccinated because what happens out here now, Miami-Dade County is requiring other employees to get vaccinated. Now, if they don't get vaccinated, they have to get tested once a week for COVID. That I agree with. They're not saying, oh, you have to or you're going to lose your job. But they are saying that if you're not vaccinated, hi, Martha. Okay. No, um, NH passed the law. They can't make you do that. Yeah, I, and I agree with that. You, you shouldn't have to get vaccinated. Um, Martha, I think American Airlines does not require everyone to get vaccinated. I think I read that somewhere. There was a, there was a handful of airlines that did not. You know, but again, Biden, what the hell are you doing? You know, I mean, let's, let's, let's call it right. You know, you, we can't do this. You, we can't have everybody and their mother because, that a federal employee get vaccinated, especially our military. I mean, you're going to force them to get vaccinated. If not, they're going to get an Article 15. Now, what kind of Article 15 are they going to get? What type of UCMJ action? What do you mean what he's told to do, Laura? You lost me there. Hey, it gets a little thirsty out here. But, you know... UCMJ action. So you're going to tell me here that a soldier is going to get UCMJ action. Let's say, for those of you that don't know, UCMJ action is uniform code of UCM. I can't remember the meaning right now. But it's where you've been a bad boy and you get in trouble. Okay. Um, military justice. I mean, he's not all there. Laura, that hasn't been scientifically proven. I, I don't agree with that comment. I mean, you could I could sit here and tell you that Trump is not all there either. And I'm sure you're going to disagree with me, right? So, we'll call spade a spade. But um, going back to that, so you're looking at a soldier that doesn't want to get vaccinated, goes through the Article 15 process because now he's defying a lawful order. So that means that he's going to get put on restrictions, can range anywhere between 15 to 45 days. Okay. Um, what else? Uh, money taken away from these guys. Let me tell you something. Soldiers don't make all that much money. Especially these E1 privates that are just coming in. You're going to knock pay out of them. What incentives do you have to go into the military now? They're going to force you to get vaccinated? Come on. That's not the way to do things. Biden, no, 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 no. 
I don't agree. I don't agree with you there, buddy. I, you're completely wrong. You know, hey, Laura, let me ask you. We're going to change the topic here. We're going to go into uh, Andrew Cuomo. What are your thoughts? Jess, I, I know I'm probably going to get a, a book on this one. So, Cuomo resigns. Um, he says he loves the New York people. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say poor guy because he did it to himself. Yes, you know what, Laura? I'm glad he resigned. I think this guy needs to be brought up on charges. I mean, I, I'll be honest. I think he resigned mainly because he didn't want to get impeached as a governor. Um, what he's done is completely wrong. Um, in all books, in all aspects, you know, when New York was the center of the pandemic, he was hailed a hero. He jived the numbers. Um, wrong of him. I think he should have resigned over the people he killed. He killed in nursing homes. I, I agree with that too, Laura. I, I think that he, 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 you know, he jived the numbers. You know, Kumo. Yes. You know, oh, okay, Leo, Como he is the governor of New York. He's done a lot of bad things. Think the focus is wrong. Um, No, Laura, I don't think the focus is wrong. I think it's not the complete focus. You know, I think that his, um, his resigning should have been aimed at the false numbers he gave or the people that died during COVID, and the sexual allegations in New York with his staff. Um, I don't know about his idiot brother resigning. I don't know what he has said, if he stood behind his brother. I, I know that I saw once that he was not going to talk about his brother. Um, what was that last comment Laura put? Look at all the deaths. No, of course. Hey, Laura, I... But the deaths weren't caused by his brother. They were caused by Andrew. You know, now in reference to his brother, I don't know about his brother resigning. I haven't been up to date on C CNN anchors. Um, and I don't know exactly what he's done. I know that he chose not to talk about his brother because that's his brother. And I kind of agree with him on that, not talking about his brother, because that's his brother. You know, so could he could he resign? Eh, don't think he should. I don't think he's done anything wrong to resign. You know, I mean, who's not going to back up their own brother? You know, I know that he hasn't spoken about it, but at the end of the day, family's family, and you're going to stand behind them, whether they're right, wrong, or indifferent. As long as you don't encourage them, you know, you stand behind them and you make sure they get help. So CNN ignored the entire story. No, they did not, Laura. CNN did not ignore the story because you know what? As a matter of fact, I was watching CNN, I want to say either last night or the night before, and no, it was last night. And Andrew Cuomo was all over, was all over the news, was all over CNN. He's not jout. He's no jout. 
Uh, what do you mean by that? Laura, you're on fire today. I love it. I love it. We got Laura on fire. Woo! But, you know, um, CNN didn't. Yes, they did. I read the headlines daily. They didn't until he resigned. Mm, I think at some point they did talk about it. I'm not 100% sure, but I know that they did talk about it. Because I remember seeing the story on CNN. And I remember clearly his brother saying, hey, I'm not talking about it. And you know what? That was his brother's show, and his brother has the right. Like, if I want to right now not talk about, you know, let's see, Florida. I don't have to talk about Florida. No, I think they covered it a little bit. I don't think they they were that crazy, you know. By the way, guys, right quick, um, Laura here. Laura's part of the Ivy League murders. You know what? Go follow her show. She has a really, really good show. You know, she, I think they air an episode weekly or something like that. I mean, I follow it. I haven't been following it too much lately. But, yeah, go check her out. You know, the Ivy League Murders podcast. Right, Laura? That's that's exactly what it's called, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Or laugh a lot. Okay, maybe a few times. You see, Laura, I'm 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 glad I'm glad we can see an eye to eye there. You know, at least, at least a few times. It's non-political. You're right. It it's yeah. Laura's show is non-political. It's it's all about um cold case murders. I bet if I'm not mistaken, you know they're, they're trying to figure things out and get to the bottom of a couple things. And it's a murder mystery, man. It's the several shows I've watched have been always have always been pretty good. You know, so, hey, you know what? Andrew Kumo, goodbye. Now he needs to go to court. Now we need to have justice. Murder in the Ivy League. There you go. You know, so hopefully now his day, his days will be coming. And you know what? Goodbye. You know, now he just needs to go elsewhere. Hopefully... He goes to jail for a while. You know, he deserves it. Downfall. Yeah, I just, I, but I would say that he, he blamed a generational and cultural shift for his political demise. I don't know where that comes about, you know, or why he did that, you know, but we all know. Now New York needs a new mayor. Well, actually, they they're getting um oh new mayor. Uh yeah. Well, what Toronto mayor they have now? Educate me on that. Be um. Let's see. Don't tell me he's a Democrat too, or she. So, okay, we spoke that COVID. All right, all right. So, let me ask you guys a question. Now I'm going to completely switch gears here, and I'm going to get out of politics. I'm going to get out of COVID, okay? I want to know, you know, from you uh, parents out there that have kids, that have kids in sports, Cause I could talk to you about mine, you know, my experiences, but I, I want to know everybody else's experience. What happens with parents at times when we, 
when our kids are playing sports, okay, and we just lose it, okay, whether it's a back call, you know, you know, and we just go off on, on an umpire, on a referee, on on coaches. What happens to us? Laura, have you ever had your kids in sports? Have you ever been that parent to go completely bonkers? I'll tell you that immature. Liz could talk about that. Not that she's done it. But we as parents, I think we, we lose our shit every now and then. Yeah, I mean, murder's going a little bit over the top. I, I, I don't even understand that. I mean, parents do go nuts. I, you know, when you see an umpire in a baseball game, you know, because, and, and true story, I actually went to see, a, I figured, skated, I figure skated as a kid and I saw parents smack their kids. That's ridiculous. I, I mean, look, my son has played football, um, tackle football, flag football, basketball. I've coached a majority of the time. So, I mean, I'm always a little bit harder on him than when I am on the other kids. Number one, I know his potential. You know, but as, you know, when I wasn't coaching him as a parent, you know, I w would I be that parent to go, hey, come on, let's go, get up, let's go, come on. You're good. What are you doing? Alex, go here. Alex, go there. Alex. Some parents make it about them and not the kid. I think some parents want to reminisce or, you know, through their kid's eyes. And that's not the word, but I can't remember it right now. But, you know, I, I've also seen where, actually going on to this true story, and then I'll continue about Alex. I went to my nephew's baseball game, and there was this young umpire. And he was just making really, really bad calls. The coach starts going off. Guy kicks the coach off. Kicks him out because he's on he's on the umpire's ass. Then the parents start jumping on him. I know that I had to walk away. I think my sister had a couple words with him too. You know, um, I had a couple words with him. You know, and I sent him to go to hell because just you know he is just making horrible calls. And the more you yell at him, the more the calls came that were negative. You know. Um, parents, I mean, parents in sports, why, why go nuts? You know, what, what you don't realize is that you're doing more damage to the child and to the child's team because these referees don't give a shit. They don't care. Yes, I did. The umpire was on a power trip. Yes, I remember that. It, it, it was a young kid, you know, and I remember we all jumped on him. You know, I think um, I, I didn't get kicked out of the park, but I think I was pretty close to it. You know, everybody was jumping on the guy. And you know what? 
I would say kudos to him. He kept his composure the whole way through and just walked off the field like his shit didn't stink. So kudos to that to that umpire. But you know, what damage are we causing? It's an embarrassment for the child. All right, you yell, you yell at the coach. Guess what? Not gonna play the kid much. I can tell you that when I coached, I had a parent that just came at me, just screaming at me, and he mentioned my son. I looked at the parent. I said, "Okay, no problem." I sat the kid the rest of the game. You're right. He was rude and he refused to talk to you. But you know what? I think that was the best thing he did. He was smart not to talk to anybody. He was smart not to talk to anybody. So, you know, when parents go crazy at child sports, you know, there's some repercussions there. And you know what? It's not worth it. I've seen fights break out. And it's not worth it, people. So, you know, if you have your kids in sports... Let him play. Let the outcome be the outcome. into the league and didn't see him again. Oh, well, maybe he didn't come back. I don't remember if I've seen him again or not, but, you know, I think um, we need to let kids go through trial and error regardless of what the calls are. You know, sometimes they don't like it, but it is what it is. It's child sports. You know, they're not they're not going to play in the Super Bowl. We all want kids. You know what? I heard something once. For every parent, their kid is a star. Let that sink in. Okay, is your kid really a star player? Or do you want him to be a star? And you want to push him harder and push him harder. Even though I'm a preteen, I know sometimes when my dad gets a little mad to the referee in a in a karate tournament for me getting disqualified for something that is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, hey, look, you see it. I mean, it happens. Okay, we get emotional as parents, but we need to learn to to control each other. Not me. I know my kid isn't a star, but he plays with heart. Elizabeth, you're right. Your kid does play with heart. Okay, but sometimes we have to have kids you know, go through all this, you know what, and let them get upset. And you know what? They sort of make them play harder. But it also takes a good coach to know what they're doing. You know, I'll tell you that I never once won a battle with a referee when I was arguing with him. Never once. That was an isolated, that was an isolated situation. My kids have been doing sports since they were little. As a parent, you have no idea what is happening between coach and player. You're absolutely right. He doesn't. Yet, yes, get get upset for him. I get upset. Yeah, of course, of course. But you know what? If he doesn't get upset, we shouldn't get upset either. I mean, that's just my my take on it. You know, I um, I think that child kids sports are great. It's good for development. It teaches them a lot of a lot of 
a lot of knowledge and just for life. But going back to what I was saying is that I, I'll never forget, I was coaching a football game. The referee blew a couple calls. And the coaching staff starts arguing with him. At that point, the referee just started just throwing a flag for everything, right? Once the quarter was done where we were taking a break, because I was trying to talk to him. He's like, no, I'm not talking to you. And then I'm like, hey, wait a minute. Listen to what I have to say a minute. You're not listening to me. I go, I'm talking to you. I'm not arguing with you. It is what it is. I'm not asking you to change your call. But, you know, I explained to him the situation. I, I don't remember exactly what it was. And he goes, and whatever, I walked away. The guy comes back to me like, hey, you know what? I'm sorry. I blew the call. And you know what? Like I told him, hey, we're human. We're competitive. It happens. Let's go forward. You know, I stopped yelling. Oh, and you know what? At that point, he stopped calling penalties on my side. Why? Because I, I got buddy-buddy with him. I, I spoke to him as a human being. I didn't scream at him. I didn't ridicule him like everybody else was. People make mistakes. Most referees are simply trying to, to judge nasty comments from parents and coaches and watch a game. They're human too. Exactly. Juggle. I'm sorry, I said judge. Juggle comments. Yeah, you're right. Let me tell you, these referees have thick skin, okay? Because it's not easy when you have these parents telling them, hey, get some glasses. Hey, you're blind. Hey, you're an a-hole. Hey, you're this. Hey, you're that. All right? And I think, you know, at a given moment, we all might be at fault for saying so, a couple things here and there. But it doesn't make it right. You know, so... At the end of the day, you know what? Let's 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 let our kids play play their sports and let them have fun doing it. We could get upset, but we can't let our kids see us upset. Because you know what? That plays into their their psyche, into their mind psyche. You know, we have to let them be who they are, play the, the sport they love, whether it's karate. Whether it's baseball, football, soccer, ballet, dance, cheerleading, hockey, you know, whatever it is. All we could do as parents is support them. We push them a little and we give them advice of what they we think they could do. You can always approach them at the end of the game and ask them why. In most cases, it's a rule that you didn't know about. You're absolutely right, Liz. But that's the coach that has to do that. Because if a parent does that, I don't think the referee would normally sit there and talk to the parents. Maybe. Some do, some don't. You know, I think it all depends on the tone of the game and how things go. Because I know that if I'm refereeing a game and I have parents screaming and yelling at me all game, at the end of the game, I'm not going to go talk to you. I'm just going to go on my merry way. I'll talk to the coach, but I won't talk to the parents. That's my, that's my, that's me and my rules. You know, screw that. Because if you're screaming and yelling at me, no thank you. Don't need that. And besides, how many times have you seen parents, you know, attack a referee? It's happened a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. You know? So, but again... We'll see how it goes. But hey, look, again, 
share us, like us, post a comment. I'm going to use my sister's favorite word. Share us with your friendly. Share us with your friends. You know, just share the freaking show. We're doing good with our numbers. So I have nothing but thanks for everybody that has been part of the show today, last week, the week before, the week before that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, you guys make the show. I just show up and talk. And by the way, wait a minute. We got seven people watching. What is his name? I still don't have a name for this guy. You got to name my Wednesday co-host, guys. He listens to all my shenanigans. You know, so great show, Frankie. Agree with you 100%. Thank you, Mom. That's my mom. So, you know, uh, we need a name for this guy. Pepe. Pepe. Why Pepe, Elizabeth? Elaborate on Pepe. I like that one. I think uh, his name is going to be Pepe. I think next week I'm going to have a sign for him right across here that says Pepe. Pepe. Oh, gosh. Babbitt. Well, you got to, I mean, you got to explain your name. Why, why not? I don't know. Pepe just sounds Pepe. You know what? No, that was the name of your dog. You had a dog named Pepe, didn't you? And he peed all over the place. Fulanito. Fulanito de tal. I think Pepe is the one. No, Pepe is not the one. You are the why. I'm going to tell you. I'm Bartolo. Bartolo. Tolo. Okay. So, Pepe is not it. And I'm going to tell you why I wouldn't want Pepe to be it. And we're going we're gonna to have a, a quick contest on this real quick. You see the names that are coming up, so you guys are going to vote on the names. Okay? Pepe was a dog that she had. Elizabeth left out of town one day, and I was house-sitting. I actually sat there, and I cleaned her house. I left to work the next day. I come back, and the dog pissed all over the house. Hey, Zach, do me a favor. Write down the names that I've just come about, and let's vote on those names, and we'll name our mask guy there. Let's see, what name should I use? Hmm. Follow us on Facebook to name our Wednesday co-host in a poll. You know what? Yes, that's what we're going to do. Follow us on Facebook. You all have Facebook, I hope. You know, I can't even pronounce that. <laughs> Elizabeth, go somewhere far. <laughs> no, we're not going to name him that. Bienvenidos, not, not a good name. That's not a good name. Whoever comes up with that name is just crazy in their own mind. I know someone's going to say something. <laughs> Bienvenido, huh? Nope, nope. Well, listen. Follow us on Facebook. We're going to put the post up, all right? And you could, you know what? 
and you could chime in on the name you want. No, I'm not naming him that. I'm not going to name him Bienvenido. We're not doing that. Zach, that Bienvenido name cannot be on there. Those close to me know why, and I'm not going to say why. But no, it cannot be Bienvenido. But anyways, hey, look. Come check us out. If you guys are interested in having your own podcast. Uh, yeah, but he doesn't talk. So if you guys are interested in having your own podcast, come check out Clovercrest Media. They could do everything for you. Hey, look. I come on the show. I get my content. And I sit here and talk shit with you guys for about an hour. They do everything in the background. All the little comments you see going around. All the, you know, Cambria. All right, hey, listen, we're going to vote. We're going to vote. Pelo Lazio. <laughs> oh, boy, this is going to be fun. This is going to be a fun poll. Zach came up with that one. But you see, all, all this background stuff that goes on, that's done by Clovercrest Media. Again, you're interested in having your own podcast? Get a hold of Clovercrest Media. If you don't want to get a hold of them, get a hold of me. I'll put you in contact with Joe. You know, and uh, we'll get you guys started. doesn't matter what you want to talk about. As long as you have a following and an audience, and you know what, and you're willing to put the time, go for it. Can't go wrong. So we are speaking it real. We advocate truth, truthfulness, accuracy, honesty, and the reason as essential to the integrity of communications. We like to have fun on our show. We like to talk crap. We talk good stuff. We talk bad stuff. At the end of the day, even though we don't agree, you know what? We still leave as friends, and we still leave nice, cool, calm, collective, just how we came in. So with that being said, you might not agree with what we're speaking. You might agree with what we're speaking. But at the end of the day, we will always be speaking it regal. See you guys Friday. And don't forget about that poll that's going to come up in this guy. See you Friday. Hello, my name is Joe Aguirre. I'm the president of Clovercrest Media Group. And here at CMG, we have a wide variety of podcasts, including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Jawing About the G-Man. And great true crime shows like Sticky Meek, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Bird unsolved murder of David Eichmann. You can find all these podcasts and so much more by visiting clovercrestmedia.com.